Here's a put-a-finger-down edition. Heightened anxiety, irritability, restlessness, difficulty concentrating, physical discomfort, difficulty regulating emotions, are you keeping up? Paralysis or difficulty making decisions, meltdowns or shutdowns. Now, it's only a couple. I think we're a few shy of 10, but we probably lost some fingers along the way anyway, so... Hi, my name's Brian. This is day 12 of me getting out of autistic burnout and depression. And I have to keep checking the videos to see if I'm on the right day because time means so little to me. And I really don't care what day it is because it doesn't really matter, does it? As long as I get to eat and do the things that I'm supposed to do, just deadlines, right? Yeah, weird. But if you have those things you might be suffering from, Sensory overload, which can contribute to burnout, whether you have autism, ADHD, or whatever the case may be. So how do you fix that? Well, that's what I've been working on. And it comes down to just some basic steps, really. Dropping demands, learning how to care for yourself again. It makes it sound so simple, doesn't it? Well, it's not. <laughs> uh, been looking at some different recovery plans and it's really got me thinking that I don't know how to relax. I only know how to work towards a goal. Like there was no enjoying the journey and maybe that's why life in general seems so challenging or daunting is because it's an endless checklist of things to do. Like it's not ever going to stop. It sounds kind of weird to say. And it just repeats itself every time you wake up, like starting from day one. It's like a new game plus. You get to keep all your experience, but you have to start over. Weird. I also realized that, well, somebody said something to me once that does Brian even know how to have fun? And when they said that, I was like, well, rude, but the more I thought about it, I was like, nope, I don't think so. I don't think I know how to have fun. That goes hand in hand with not knowing how to relax, which goes hand in hand with being an overachiever and perfectionist because you just can't stop, which goes hand in hand with burnout and depression. And the weird thing is with some of the articles that I found with autistic depression and burnout is because of this drive to do more. Uh, some places described it as an internalized ableism is you keep piling more and more on thinking that's going to fix the problem because I, I should be able to do this. I have the mental capacity to do this. Technically, I have the physical ability to do this, but my brain and body is just saying no. It's rebelling. It's shutting down. And you keep piling more and more. And the weird thing is, when it comes to, like, work or something like that, a lot of the times you can still be 
successful and continue and keep piling more and more on and achieving it, but it's everything else that falls apart. It's your life outside of it. It's your ability to care for yourself. It's the ability to sleep or function other than achieving those tasks. Really weird, vicious cycle. So I've been learning how important rest is. And journaling or talking about it, even if it's just to a camera. I feel like I should start these off by saying, like, captain's log, start date, whatever. And some tips for recovery that I still have to try. Engaging in sensory detox. That could mean spending less time on social media, less time around other stimuli because, you know, you're scrolling and scenes are changing every couple of seconds. It's real flashy, lots of energy, and that can be just draining. And then before you know it, you got the lady popping up on your screen. Hey, you've been scrolling for a long time. Like, look, Linda, I know. And you're right. I should probably stop and go to sleep. So taking some time off of social media or scheduling a smaller amount, I could see it being a really good benefit. Spending some time in special interests. That's, that's hard to do when you are both burnt out and depressed because there's no spark, there's no light, there's no hope. So, starting, just doing something, or just sleeping. Some, some form of self-care or learning. I think that's a big thing is just getting knowledge, like learning what burnout and depression means, what the causes were, or just different things to help and then trying them. One small thing at a time can make a big difference. But sleep is so important. I could use some more of that. I was able to play the cello a bit again yesterday, and throughout this whole process, I found some creativity coming back to me. And someone reached out to me yesterday saying the same thing. They just felt a little bit of creativity coming back from listening or feeling heard or understood, trying different steps to help yourself creates that spark that can lead to a little bit of light. One big thing I still need to work on is stimming because I'm constantly tense, no matter what. Um, I find that my legs are tense, my shoulders, my arms, constantly clenching my jaw. Um, I think a lot of that comes from hiding the stims that I would have before, whether that was squeezing my fists, pressing my feet into my shoes really hard because no one can see that, and also chewing on the inside of my cheeks. Like I have scars all along the inside, just built up from chewing the insides of my cheeks because no one can see that kind of thing. And I would like remain as still as a statue. 
around people. So I still have a lot to learn. And this is only really day 12 of trying to dig into this. And half the time it feels like I'm just starting over each day because I don't remember what I learned. So if you have more tips or different things that help you, please put them in the comments. Let me know. I've learned a lot from what people have commented so far, tried different things, looked into different things. It's been very useful. So if you're going through this right now, keep at it.